0: How's it going? Welcome to The Green Machine. This is Dave, your host, joined by Nick and Martin. And this is the Scotland Preview. Not quite the pre-match foreplay. That'll be tomorrow. That'll be just before the game in Hampden Park, which we're hoping to do live. That's right. I'll be live in Hampden Park. Wi-Fi permitting. Don't want to say too much, lads, just in case it goes a bit tits up. But did you know, right, that they... Because obviously, when you go to the Viva, um, obviously Nick, you're not a journalist like me, so you've never been in the media section. What's the uh, Viva? Mark- do you mean Do you mean Lansdowne Road? Sorry, yeah, Lansing Road. Christ, Uh <laughs> yeah, uh, Mark, Martin, you, you've been in the media section, right?
1: Yep. Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, were you supposed to be there, or did you just still in air? <laughs> I was there. I've
1: got the <laughs> Lani- I've got lanyard collection.
0: Yeah, whose name is on it? <laughs> <laughs> John Delaney's. Oh, might oh, have no,
1: no, no, John Delaney's want to sort
0: it out, <laughs> Nick. Uh, but anyway, um, no, well, let's keep it civil, lads. Uh yeah, so when you're in Lansdowne, you know, everything's they really look after you there, like you used to get lasagna and chips and all this stuff, but obviously Kobe you get lunch pack, which by the way is actually really nice, and all right, you, Dave, you've got the lanyard for Tuesday. We know. Like, <laughs> I do. I do indeed. But you get an ISDN line or what looks like an ISDN line and you get like a Wi-Fi thing. And um, the Wi-Fi is pretty strong. However, it, for the Scotland one, there's like, oh, if you want an ISDN line, uh, you need to like phone up ahead and you have to sort it for you. You had to contact this guy from the bench. So I contacted him and he started giving this thing like to, to fill out like a, 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 an order form like Nine you're grand. <laughs> so I thought that was going to happen. Probably probably got charged like five grand or something like that, you know, so. Which is probably the average price of a pint it's of milk just, at the moment. Bill, bill it to Martin, it's fine. Yeah, he'll make it go away. <clears throat> bill it to John. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah, gone on a bit of a rant there, chaps, but uh, we will be live. Well, sorry, uh, Martin and I will be. Uh, in Glasgow, so if you're around uh, later on today in Glasgow, give us a shout uh, give Martin a shout, not me I I, I don't want to talk to anybody uh, I'm too important now, go into my media section uh, and hopefully Martin you got a spare ticket in case like, it doesn't work out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> imagine that showing up um, I was like, no, nah, name's not on the list and I was like, oh, fuck um, you know, that was actually my first away trip for three years oh wow yeah yeah, just never happened. Well, I was supposed to go to Armenia and Ukraine. I'll give you two guesses what happened to, with the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Um, anyway, we won't get into it. But there you have it, folks. We have got you covered, whether we're in the media section, whether you're at home, like uh, Nick in his wine pants watching the game. Should be at it, but he's not. She's not a true fan. Or you got Martin in the crowd getting pissed as a noosh. We have you covered this weekend. And the same with Dublin as well. So. Chaps, only one place to start really um, disappointing results for Jim Cropper. So, the under 21 only managing a 1-1 draw at home. They have it all to do in Tel Aviv, Nick. Um, you weren't were, you very uh, happy watching the game. You, no. You no. were giving out. What, what were you saying? Do you want to say it here? Uh, you know, share it with all your fans. <laughs> Look, I, uh, after, after the game, like, you
2: know, the usual kind of lip service from, um, you know, from the players and the manager uh, kind of saying that they they ran the game and that kind of thing. It was a poor Israeli team. They were set up with them um, like three at the back, kind of two in midfield. Oh, they, they were they weren't great. Like and we made them look excellent. Um, Crawford went with with two wingbacks, you know, so basically one wing back against a fucking winger and a and a and a wing back um against them. So it was just a complete mismatch. And then that midfield should have been running the show and he put smallbone a little bit further up. He pro- probably should have played with more of a a triangular midfield rather than um you know two and a one. Yeah. No, I know I'm getting a bit fucking arse or fucking um, yeah, um wanky where, wanky where there.
0: Were you playing the fucking low press and all that, Nick. The right. high block, the high block, block you know, the, and, and the
2: reach arounds <laughs> and all that. But but, but in short, Give like, go. But in short, like, it was it was a very rigid Israeli team, and um, Jim Crawford did not set set Ireland up correctly. Um, we had some excellent players. Um, on the pitch, I mean, Evan Ferguson, he was a bit sloppy, but a great goal. I mean, he's only seventeen, Jesus. And um, Aaron Connolly was excellent as well. I, you know, I th- I, I thought the goal was really poor. Uh, you know, Ron Maher has certainly has mistaken them, and it happened again today. Um, look, huge, huge task ahead of them next week. I, I think they can get a result. I think they are good enough. I think Israel are pretty poor. But, um, you know, the last 10 minutes, for example, he puts Fessio Bozzelli on to the left, like a very, very right-footed player. And, um, you know, he was just running into brick walls. So when you have to go for it and you're making strange changes, you have to question the manager. And Alan Crowley was excellent on commentary. Or sorry, not on commentary, on punditry. He was really, really blunt. And they they're all praising the Irish team. And he said, no, he said, to be honest, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. And he said, I know they're young lads, but, you know, we haven't been set up to to win here. Like, it's the home tie is the first. Like, you have to seize the initiative. And and we didn't. We didn't. And it's, it's going to be tough next week, but I think we will edge it.
0: Yeah, very disappointing result there. Obviously, you want to be winning comfortably, not conceding. Do the, the away goals? They don't count anymore, do they? No,
2: no, they they don't for this, as far as I know. Well, the last I saw, they didn't. So
0: no, no, because I just all I just good. That's obviously I I knew that. <clears throat> um, to, you're that, a journalist. That's a, I am a journalist actually, and uh, you know, but I like to give, I like to put it from a fan's perspective, for the layman, if you will, the little guy that likes to listen, the little um, peasant, yeah. Well, Nick's words, not mine, folks. You know, I love you. <laughs> I don't even charge for a selfie. Not just yet, yeah, anyway. um, Martin, on Tuesday, the we spoke about this. You know, just to remind folks listening to this on Tuesday, any pro- uh, progress on showing some of the game uh, of the second leg like, playoff in Tel Aviv, showing it on the screen at Lansdowne Road or... It's no, not I've,
1: I've not had anything but back since from the FAI. I know they were exploring it. Was the latest from from Jonathan Hill, and, so that's and then a no. communication <laughs> communication just ceases. Yeah, it's, that's just the way they are, isn't it? But I think it might impact. You know, it, it, this is a with attendance at that game. It might be impacted by obviously the result in Glasgow, and then you know because if if it's a poor result and we've got nothing really to play for on Tuesday, uh, people may stay home. You know, and they might want to watch that. Or stay in the pub and watch the yeah. under twenty ones go for it. It will be an impact on that, I think. um But yeah, my thoughts on the game very very quickly. Uh, you know, I, I I didn't see it to be honest. I saw the highlights at the, a little bit at the end and saw some of the press conferences. And Aaron Connolly got man of the match. You know, I'd heard, I had been kind of following the game with Nick's expert uh, teas on on the WhatsApp group with ourselves and how he was moaning about Aaron Connolly, and then Aaron Connolly got run of the match. So <laughs> I'll have to watch it back, to be honest. But um, yeah, um, you know, Evan. I think one thing to take out of it, though, is like you said, Evan Ferguson, 17 years old. That's just incredible what he's doing that already at this level. And what a player he will hopefully be if he stays fit and focused. He will be in time for us. Um, and I think the goalkeeper one's an interesting... I like to be positive, as you know. But if we hopefully do it on Tuesday and we qualify... I think there'll be calls perhaps for you know one of the senior goalkeepers who is eligible to kind of step into that squad and have a real go for it if we get it to the actual tournament. Oh Mar
2: Mar Mar Mars is, is a poor keeper uh, and lucky he, he's really agile. There's shades of shade given about him. Like he's not the tallest guy, He's very, very good with his feet, but just silly little things. He's not commanding and and yeah, you can't have that.
0: Fair enough. Um well. We wish the lads to all the best of luck on Tuesday. I'll be watching it in the media section. I'll, you know, I'll have my laptop <laughs> with it on, and I'll be watching the game at the same time. Uh, obviously with my feet up and a cigar. Not really, not not real cigar. If anyone's listening, I don't want to lose my media badge. Don't take away my badge, right, lads? Let's go on to the main event. Uh, let's get on to Scotland. Um, obviously played out a well hammered Ukraine, didn't they? Three nothing. Yeah. Everyone's everyone shitting bricks all of a sudden. It's like, oh, they're uh, Barcelona again.
2: Look, they're a good side, lads. And and think back to Dublin. Like they should have been about three 0 up after about ten minutes. Like they were all over us. John McGinn, you know, was was excellent. I think he he, he hit a couple of wide, didn't he when we tried to play it out from the back. He dispossessed Shane Duffy a couple of times. So not hard. In yeah, I know, not hard at all. But I mean, in Dublin, we took advantage. They dropped the heads as soon as we scored. Um, it's not going to be the same tomorrow. You never know, but I mean, you know, it'll be a tough battle in midfield. Um, it's going to be a lot tougher than Dublin. They are a good side. I mean, they 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 have so many Premier League players. They're replacing Premier League players with Premier League players. Like Andrew Robertson's out, isn't he? And Kieran Tierney's going to come in from. So they're a good side. I think it actually showed how poor Ukraine actually are. Um, but look, it'll be a different game tomorrow. But uh, no, confident of a result all the same.
0: Yeah, uh, would you go with that, Martin? Are you confident? I, me personally, I'm gonna put my neck on the line. We're gonna win one 0 Mark Lawrence is gonna come on. He's gonna do it again. He's gonna close his eyes and he's gonna hit one. That's what he did when he scored that call the night. And he said, yes, he actually closed his eyes and he hit it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm confident on the result. I think the Scots, Martin. I think they're gonna go in. They listen, pound for pound, they have a much better team than Ireland. Uh, obviously, you know, they're further down the road in terms of development and that sort of stuff. I think they have a tendency, don't they? When they get a bit overconfident,
1: they let the ball drop, don't they? Literally. Yeah, I think this is a huge test for us, though, and and for kind of many reasons. I I think we will win it 1-0. I I can see it being a very cagey kind of game. I think, um, well, then again, I am always positive. And I think back to Nick's point there about how they did have early chances in in Lansdowne Road. Um, We can't afford to start sloppily this time. Um, because yeah you know, they're going to have the vast majority of the crowd behind them up and they're going to be kind of really on the on the front foot after that amazing result the other night whatever way you look at it winning an international football match 3-0 is really good i mean we get carried away we're getting carried away well i am with the scotland result at home you know and you've got to remember Obafemi's incredible goal yeah it was brilliant and stuff but you know it was incredible it doesn't happen every day those kind of goals for Ireland um and it kind of we weren't flattered to deceive I don't think by any means but I think it was a lot of closer game than than we put kind of thinking back it was actually oh yeah the case. Was, and there... I think it, it will be close it would be very like I think it would just be kind of small measures between them there's not a lot between these two teams I think back to the time we played them up there in Celtic Park a few years ago not, I'm not on about the two-two uh, Scott Brown uh, testimonial when Calamodalda yeah. scored. I have to get that in there. Um, oh, but uh, it's only goal for Ireland was it? <laughs> actually, come off the back of the goalkeeper's head, um, <laughs> off the crossbar. But no, I'm on about the one where uh, they they beat us one 0 and it was very cagey affair. Nothing in it. I can see it being very much like that. Um, but this is why I think this is a key game. I think Kenny's got a fantastic squad here now assembled, and he's talk. You know, he he's kind of put his neck even further on the line now. I don't think there's any excuses now. There's no COVID, things like that. He wanted to end this campaign positively. We have been guilty too much of starting off too sloppily and slowly in matches and even getting a poor result in the first game and then winning the second game or having a better performance. These players have to step up now tomorrow. It's got to be on, the the key game is this one. Mm -hmm. And then we move on to Tuesday. That, we can't that, afford that's to the thing. Like that's
2: that's then, the thing, though, isn't it? Like it's 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 about consistency because yeah. we go from we go from not to hundred all the time as Irish fans as football fans in general because yeah, exactly, if yeah. you, if if you look at say March, I mean we we drew with Belgium and then we we scraped past Lithuania and you're on a high leaving the international window and then you come back and you expect that to follow on and then we lose to Armenia and we lose to Ukraine back to back and then it's Kenny out. And then we yeah. hammer Scotland and yeah. then we draw with, with a pretty poor Ukrainian side. But because yeah, was, we're, we're unbeaten, you're going into the next international window on the crest of a wave. So if we lose tomorrow, it's that whole kind of, you know, the, the question marks over, can he continue? And then if we beat Armenia, no matter how poor they are on Tuesday, then that's forgotten. And, well, and we're going back into November.
0: Well, well, you're, you're saying It's a Ukraine, team,
2: like it's a team.
0: Yeah, but you're saying Ukraine are, are poor, but I mean, they not Scotland though. Before the Nations League for the World Cup, and did, I, know, then, I know, but, but I load. know,
2: but look, look at their results. Like they, have drawn nearly every game over the last two years. so like, like, <laughs> like we're we're one of we're one of uh, the only teams that they've actually beaten
0: over the last couple. Yeah, of years. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I know you're saying that, but for me, Kenny has to learn. He has to learn. Um, well, it's about but, getting consistency. Like he's just yeah. it, there's no consistency in Kenny's no, tenure, I, I, and he ha- and he has to learn. Um, we're better with three midfield. Without question, this two in, in, in the middle of the park, Cullen and Hendrik, is not going to wash at all. That's what he did uh, in Armenia. That's what he did at home to Ukraine. It was god-awful. He also picked Seamus Coleman, who was, was absolutely couldn't touch uh, Spurzian in Armenia, who scored a goal. And and Duffy, accidentally waiting to happen. Complete liability. And as you mentioned earlier on, if it wasn't for a bit of poor finishing from Scotland, we could have been 2-0 down before we got our first goal. Yeah. So yeah, I, I agree there. I mean, we do have to get a little bit of consistency here and you know, just just play three in midfield. Here's my lineup, lads. This is this is what I think is gonna happen. I, I think he will learn. Because I tell you what, <laughs> if I see Jim on the starting lineup, I'm gonna start swinging digs. Um so Ingo, go I, I think that pretty much. Um, you know we're on agreement there, and there's like a last minute call out, uh, call up, or uh, there's a last minute uh, injury. Um, for me, I think he's going to go with the wing backs. I think he's going to do a whole three center midfield He likes that system. He does like that system. Uh, I do think he's going to go with McLean instead of Brady, and that's because of the physicality aspect. It's going to be a physical game tomorrow. I'm going to go with Collins, Egan, O'Shea, and I'm going to go with obviously Dartley on the on the right side. What do you lads think defense wise? What are we looking at? Nick, you go first.
2: Um uh back three again. I, I think yeah. so probably Collins, O'Shea and and Egan, uh Bizzuno and goal up. Ah, copying me there. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that's what it's gonna be. I mean, it's it's kind of a toss up between O'Shea and Duffy, but I mean O'Shea has to get in there. I think I think Om would have started, but look, it's yeah. not fit. Um and then the, I suppose the the five across midfield and the wing back, so Doherty, uh, Jason Knight, Josh Cullen, Jason Malumby, James McLean. I don't think Brady's going to come straight in, and then it's a tough one up top. Like, I, I'd i like to see Alba Femi just come back
0: in, he's just got that bit of quality, but I think he's going to go like Benny and Paris. I've got Alba Femi and Hogan, um, because Hogan's I, in form. I, I was thinking Parrot because obviously they're, um, you know, their combination against uh, Scotland in Dublin. Um, but I was thinking of the, yet again, the physical aspect. I think this is going to be like just a physical, smelly game of football. Um, Martin, yourself, what who who have you got?
1: We haven't asked you yet. I, I know, yeah, I think you might have forgot I was on this. Um, <laughs> we can never forget you're on. This, no, Martin. um, no, uh, obviously in goal. I, I started with the back three as well, Vegan Collins O'Shea. I think he's got to be brave now, Kenny, and he's got to drop Shane Duffy. You can't be entertaining him in this no. squad. Uh, for this match, and I've gone with Doherty. I'm actually kind of thinking he might go with with the wing backs, but he can. I think O'Shea. Let's not forget, can play left back. And if he does have to kind of move it and change that because of maybe what Scotland do, he may put O'Shea left back and then have Doherty slotting in the right, and then you can kind of kind of go across the middle with McLean on the left. Um, or play McLean as a wing-back with the free at the back, if that makes sense. But I've gone with Cullen and Malumby, like you. I think we've got to be mobile in midfield. Knight, picking up the pieces as well and being creative, driving forward. Um, I've gone with Ogbené. I can't see him dropping him. He likes him. He likes the pace of him. He's in fantastic form as well. Um, and I've actually gone with Hogan as well, because I just think we'll be a little bit more cagey. Um, we're not going to be able to be expansive and open. And I think... Um, that's why I think he'll go with Hogan. He's in good form as well. I think he's actually going to take his chance now. Um, I feel I felt quite sorry for him. I'm not his massive, I'm not a massive fan of him. He's one I think yeah. maybe has come to international football of, you know, the Irish kind of question how you know, he's like living off the back of that. He's I just thought he's a bit of a journeyman at one stage. But to be fair, he's never really had a real, real crack. He's been left out of the match day squad sometimes as like the 24th player and things like that. So I think he kind of deserves his chance. I think like the days, the days of James Collins is, is finished now. Um, so I think Hogan comes in, in that kind of role. A little was bit Collins better. not brought, into right was brought in to replace Scott Hogan? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I thought he was brought
2: in to replace Neil Quinn. To be honest, <laughs> <laughs> Kyle like Salmon, yeah, that Murphy, the, we, the mid- we like that kind of player. Lads, the midfield's gonna be so important though, because I mean, like if, if if you look at the Scotland midfield the other day, like Scott McTominay, he was awful in Dublin. Like he 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 was very good the other night. To be fair to him, yeah. to be to be very fair to him, like yeah. Callum McGregor is very mobile. But John McGinn, lads, he is yeah, he's, he's a smashing player. Watch. But but the worrying thing as well, like I kind of mentioned, how there's Premier League players replacing Premier League players in the Scottish team, like Ryan Fraser, who's been excellent for Newcastle in a poor Newcastle side. Can I add? Um, like he came off the bench and he got two assists off the bench. Um. And Lyndon Dykes as well. I mean, it was a really late show against them. But I mean, there's so much depth, you know, there's so much depth.
1: They have got depth. And that's my only concern of why he might play Duffy is because watching that game the other night, the set piece goals from them, they are a threat from them. And this is this is very much one of those cagey matches where set pieces. This is where, you know, years ago going to to Scotland with Ireland, you'd be thinking, right, we're going to have Shane Duffy as one of our main goal threats here. And John Egan, that would, no. that would have been what it would have been. Now we're a little bit different. Thankfully, we've evolved a bit as a football team. But I think that's the way I think he will go. I think as well, I think kind of not to save Brady, but I think the likes of Brady, Jeff, Hendrick, um, Horahan coming into the team, even Duffy, they're going to be the ones that I think that's what he's got to get his substitutions right. If we're managing the game, hopefully one nil up or 2 nil up. Wow. It, how you manage the game out is very important. That's where those players now I can see having an influence for Ireland. I think Brady, especially now, jumping ahead of myself, but I think for Tuesday, that's where you need a clever player to unlock them at home when the expectations yeah, are new yeah. to come out. I, I, that's where I think he can come in. Um, that, that, that's but, where... And even Obafemi, to be example. example. Like, yeah. I, I think we can afford to go a bit more open against them on Tuesday. But here, this is this is basically a derby. This is going to be, you know, very, very physical, aggressive game. I wouldn't actually be surprised, even though I haven't picked him to see Duffy in there. Um, For me though, Seamus Coleman doesn't get near that team just anymore because he's just not playing enough. And I don't think you can do that anymore. And I think, the yeah. time now is for Darty to come in there. It's fantastic having Seamus on the sidelines, uh, you know, cheerleader, basically. I'm not d- d- being dismissive yeah. of him what he's done, saying that alone, but yeah. just his professionalism. We've got a very young defence there and he's got to help them learn and know what the role is. Yeah, that, that's my worry
0: that, you know, he he thinks, oh, well, this is a derby, so let's, you know, let's put the big man Shane Duffy at, at the back. I mean, you know, I've, I've been banging the drum about this for a while. You know, he's so comfortable where in Woodch, uh, against Ukraine, you know, the three lads passing out, three ball-playing centre-backs, you, you just, you relieve that pressure on your own goalkeeper and I think it you put Duffy in there would be an absolute close. And obviously, if he goes with Hendrik or Harahan, two passengers, let's be honest, they're two yeah. pieces of luggage in the middle of the park. Now, if you're three, four up or whatever and you want to rest some players, which I'm not saying we're going to be three, four up against Scotland, um, but you know, if you were like three, four up, you bring them on. Just to slow it down, just to calm it down, and you rest your other guys. But we're going to need energy in there. That's where Malumby Now, one, one concern I would have at Malumbi, because uh, I think it's going to be a cracking atmosphere tomorrow night in Hampden Park. Um, I'd be worried about it getting to him a little bit because he is yeah. he is a hard head. I do like that. I like that aggression. You have to be aggressive in midfield. You have to be mobile. Just the two things that Jeff Hendrick are not. And you know he's got a bit about him. He's got a bit of skill. As well, but I'd be very, very worried about him getting sent off. Yeah. Um, you know, but uh, you got to trust your players, right? You've you got to, you know, you go, okay, look, do your thing, be you. I'm going to trust you not to do something stupid. Yeah, even
2: he, he, has to, he has to back that midfield though, because if you look at that, that midfield three of night, nice, calling him Mul- Bolumbi. It's mobile, but it's also a bit frantic. And I think that's what you need against the Scots tomorrow. Because yeah. if you, if you yeah. let McGregor and McTominay have time in the ball, well, don't know about McTominay, but if you let McGregor, um, McTominay and McGinn have time in the ball, like, they'll absolutely, absolutely dominate the midfield. And we didn't dominate the midfield in Dublin, but what we did was we were disruptive. So like Malumby didn't give the lads a second. So because things were so frantic in the middle, and um, that opened everything up. And if you look yeah. at Femi's goal, that literally like if Alan Brown gets the ball and he gets absolutely smashed up by the Scottish midfield, but then Malumbi comes in, Malumbi comes in, breaks up the play, lays it off to Parra, Parra lays it off to Obafemi and he scores. So that's, that's what you need. Like we're not going to sit and control the midfield with those lads, but we are going to restrict the, the Scottish midfield where their, where their strength is. But, you know, we have to be very careful with that back three, what we pick because I mean, Ryan Christie's an excellent player. Um, you could have Ryan Fraser starting, you know, instead of Stuart Armstrong. And as I said, Begin is just so, so, um, he's he's an excellent player. He's just so technically good. He's so such a threat. And then Shea Adams has so much pacing behind. So if you, Shea Adams, playing against Shane Duffy and Seamus Coleman, you're in big trouble where at least there's a bit more, a, a yeah. bit more pace to cover with with Collins and O'Shea and, and Egan kind of back there. So, look, we have to... We have to pile the pressure on like we did in Dublin, and yeah. that that's that would be us playing to our strengths, and that's how we get a result tomorrow. Absolutely. Tonight, tonight, I mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, tonight.
0: <laughs> I remember it was in Slovakia, uh, the the one one where Robbie Key missed the penalty, and the man comes over to us, and we were all dying, and he's like, uh, "Yeah, lads, uh, can you talk about like the matches tonight?" Yeah. I was like, well, But it's tomorrow. Yeah. Can you talk about it tonight? Yeah, but it's tomorrow. <laughs> just behind the um, But anyway, yeah. Um, that's fair enough. Um, Martin, one nil Ireland. Myself, one nil Ireland. Nick, uh,
2: I'm I'm gonna go uh, a nil nil draw. I think
0: nil nil win for Ireland.
2: Nil nil win, yeah. Nil nil away win.
0: Lovely stuff, lads. We're gonna hold it there. Uh, we're gonna let you guys get away because you know. we're <laughs> To the match later on and, and all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, if if you see us around, as I said, I'll be around uh, Glasgow, probably running frantically um, for the nearest Wedderspoons to try and get some cheap meals. I'm, I'm you know I'm poor,
1: um, but give us a shout, Mark. Whereabouts? Where where in Glasgow are you going to be? I am going to be in the Wedderspoons in Jamaica Street, uh, eleven o'clock. So uh, that's where I'm heading to meet uh, members of the supports club from London, um, and then yeah, just heading around the town. Soaking up the atmosphere, you know, then you know, last night the Irish fans were all gathering at uh, the Catalpa gig in town, so that seemed to go down quite well. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm just really looking forward to it. It Seems a good crowd going over to the game. Um, I think, yeah, it'd be a good atmosphere. I mean, look, with regards to how what's on this, it's important we win, really. And it's in Scotland's own hands with where where it is with the group and, and how they are, but you know, we need to really. Be in a good position now going into the the World Cup draw, basically. Yeah. Um, and and all right, trying to get that second seed will be brilliant. But you know we've got to put in good performances now because I think it, I'm, I'm obviously very pro Kenny. I can yeah. see everything going on, yeah. but um, we I think I can't. I don't want to hear any more about oh and this and that and what went against us. You know we've got to be very disciplined as well. We've got to try and silence that crowd. I can't see it being too hostile but I think it would be more jovial and, and a good crack, and it'd be loud in there anyway. I think it'd be a good atmosphere,
0: yeah. It'd be good fun. And as you heard, uh, I, I suppose I'll be going to Jamaica. So you see, that's the thing, folks. you listening, Martin didn't want to tell me where he was, I had to trick him into telling me where he was because he doesn't
1: want to meet up with me in Glasgow. You're an Air Risk London um, member, aren't you? So you would have had those several emails, uh, inviting you to that. Uh, meet up, and this baby. is also, uh, I, I, just because your press. You think, you know, where are you going with your press buddies? It's probably and that, al- probably that alternative
2: email that was sent.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what the direction? And see, that's another thing, folks. As well, Martin was, you know, tricking me on on air like this. You know, that's that's pretty, that's a pretty shitty move there, Martin. I thought we were <laughs> friends. um Toxic <laughs> relationship there i'll have something to say about it uh, t- t- <clears throat> uh, tonight today um, not tomorrow tonight <laughs> yeah, today when i see when i see you in a couple of minutes um well listen if you see us around glasgow
1: give us a shout anyway um yeah look out this. for the green machine stickers as well we'll have a lot of them out on show and, and, yes. and on lamp lampposts yes so get them up take us your photos with those in for a bit and of come say hello Absolutely. Unless you're Carl Lafferty, then you
0: can fuck off. Uh, right. We'll leave it there, chaps. Thank you very much. Uh, guys, thank you for listening at home or wherever you are listening to this. Maybe on your travels in Glasgow, give us a hello. We have got you covered. I'm in. I'm going to be in the stadium. Martin's going to be around the place anyway. Nick can be at home. So if you're looking for a bit of coverage and a bit of an alternative side to things, but a bit of crack, Green Machine is where it's at. Anyway, Come on, Ireland. Let's do it.